Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks, and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Carrie the Mothme. I'm Kay Muse. And I'm Drama Geek. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively to for our patrons you can find the link in our show notes our patrons also get an exclusive invitation to our discord server where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching participate in group watches and support each other in our drama addiction we'd love to have you join us today is going to be one of our favorite segments what you are watching so that is where we tell you what we are watching what we just finished what we dropped and why and so you can kind of gauge whether you should be starting some of these dramas or if they're something you could just skip and come back to later or, you know, pretend they don't exist and never co- even start. So it kind of gives you an idea of what is out there drama wise. Keep in mind that some of the pod or the dramas we are talking about, we are going to have specific separate podcasts. So uh, some of the ones just right offhand, we did a Killing Vote podcast. Uh, we're going to be doing a Perfect Marriage Revenge podcast in the next week or so. And we will be podcapping Castaway Diva, which starts the last Tuesday of the month. So those are upcoming and those will be more in depth. But right now we're going to give you just our initial impressions, thoughts, and hopefully without spoilers. So let's start we're gonna start by talking about the shows that we just finished and the shows we dropped and why uh get those out of the way um i'll start with a show that i tried starting last night but i'm dropping it and that is bargain and that is paramount plus's first foray into k-dramas and i was like oh this is a new streaming service to do k-dramas i'll give it a try um, it was not for me. The premise was that it's a uh, all of these girls are luring men to hotel rooms to have sex with them, usually indicating that they're virgins and they're going to sell their virginity. And when in actuality, uh, thugs that they work with kidnap the men and harvest their organs. So fun times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess at some point there is an earthquake and all kinds of chaos abounds and I don't know if people get loose or whatever happens, but I was not feeling it. So I wasn't even going to bother getting that far. Um, I think I watched two thirds of the first episode and once again, it was a lot of artistic smoking. I don't know why that's a thing right now, but it seems to be like the artsy deep thing to do in dramas and I just was not feeling it and the whole harvesting men for their organs and faking virginity thing wasn't working for me so I was like yeah it's a skip (laughs) (laughs) it was one that because um we watch uh Star Trek stuff on Paramount Plus and it was one where one of my children walked out during a commercial or like a like they were you know advertising for it and they're like mm-hmm. what is that and I was like I don't know it's a K drama looks like but I don't think it looks like anything I want to watch so that was my impression <laughs> of see I didn't even read the like, synopsis eh. before pushing play yeah um and and I probably would have still pushed play just mm. to see because you never know but no 
Yeah. It was not. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. not my thing. Maybe it's other people's thing. It was not my thing. So that was a dump for me. I dumped it hard. <laughs> but at least you figured it out fast. Yes, yes. I Thankfully, I did not waste a lot of time on it. So, Okay, unlike me, because I took seven episodes with Strong Girl Nam Soon, and then finally I was like, <laughs> or not. <laughs> I would just like to say, I told you so. Yeah. Well, okay, so that I have a writer dilemma, comes though. up. Anytime that writer. stronger this time than... Um, Strong woman Do Bong Soon. I mean, strong woman Do Bong Soon is pretty strong, but also has some elements that I really do not enjoy at all. And strong girl Nam Soon had avoided most of that. But the further I got in, the more bored I got, just because I feel like the OTP doesn't have a ton of chemistry. And then stupid YouTube shorts. I could not watch them. <laughs> but they've lately there's been these fan made videos of the interactions between the female lead and the villain, and they're interesting. I'm like, I want to see where the villain's journey would take him, given his friendship with her. Because clearly, you know, she's got her, I mean, she is solid OTP. She's not going to fall for him. But what will the villain do if he falls in love with her? So I'm kind of curious about that. I might go back. I might not. I think I'm going to wait and hear what other people say about the ending. Before you shouldn't, I because that writer always <laughs> has horrible endings. Like, the second half is always horrible. Drops well, the but ball see, I every liked single time. I liked Strong Woman Do Bong Soon. I liked eh. the ending. Eh. So. <laughs> eh. So I will say I watched three and a half episodes during, we're pretty sure it was COVID, like when I was like, <laughs> right. I could not concentrate on anything. And the crate, the wackiness of it kept my brain at least focused for a bit. And then mm -hmm. I got to where they she reconciles with her family and then mm -hmm. it goes straight to the drug stuff and I was just like I can't do this I just cannot do that like it was just it was too much it was just so too much I was just like no I can't and and I maybe maybe my fever broke so <laughs> that says something when the you can time. only watch it if you're <laughs> medicated out of your mind well, I wasn't medicated but anyway but so then I have been scrolling through YouTube and my shorts. And I was like, had to drop back into the discord thread. And I'm like, guys, is, does she have a viable relationship with this guy? Cause when I watched it, he was like letting people take drugs that like, as soon as they were processed in your body, they kill people. So like, is he really a viable love interest? Cause they're YouTube's making it seem like it. And he's pretty sexy in these videos like it's it, 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 and everybody's like no 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 no. she's she's you know very much on the on the the other guy's side they but fans are loving it's kind of like with um oh what's the long hair jihoon and mm. oh what was that drama where he was the bad guy and people kept like editing stuff with him in it and it was just like the oh, ballerina just... that's his latest movie and i had so no. many issues with that right oh. but no it was it was a drama. oh it, it was, was the one, one with first... um song jun ki or not song jun ki e jun ki yes yeah. yeah it was uh flower of evil right is that what was he no. he was in no Maybe, no something else no I don't it was know. when the guy when he thought he was a psychopath oh and no that no was flower of that evil. was flower of evil yeah. all right I remember he was the kid that was in the the yes. coma. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in that one, they kept doing it, but it wasn't like romantic videos. They just kept doing mm -hmm. a lot of videos of him. But anyway, this one, 
it, the actor is very uh he he draws your interest in right away. He's very good. Like they do have a lot of chemistry and I think he just has a lot of charisma that people are drawn to. But I would mm-hmm. not watch any more. I'm like I said I was at three and a half episodes and I was just <laughs> like, uh okay. Um but yeah, I dropped it too after my fever broke. So <laughs> um since i didn't i didn't listen to that i had dropped but i did watch speaking of artistic smoking i did (laughs) start duna with Susie, and Mm -hmm. um i watched two two episodes and i from the discord thread i know that it's kind of more artsy and that like the the you know she's got lots of red flags and that's just kind of what it's all about and everything but i didn't go any further because it was just very I was like, I don't think I can get into this relationship. Like, I want him to run far, far away from her. And she really <laughs> did just sit there and smoke for like 80% oh, of yeah. each episode. Which and is and like, you look huh, and you're like, the only thing he's attracted to is her visuals because she literally has no personality other than mopey and smoking. <laughs> right. So, so. I, I have heard. For some people, they really liked it. So I'm not saying it's horrible as with Strong Girl Namsu and I would just pass. With Duna, it might just be your, your your tastes of whatever. But I've got so, there's so many, there's so much stuff airing right now that I just mm-hmm. was like, skip and moved on. I think I'm officially over moping, smoking girls as a thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I need them there to be more depth than yeah. just pretty and smoking as if that's like a characteristic you know (laughs) yeah i don't know it's like their version of the manic pixie dream girl yeah maybe i don't know i just don't like it and it's probably just that i got hit with like two or three in a row the last segment of dramas and i'm just like i'm i'm over it but one thing i am not over was Twinkling Watermelon, which oh I believe God. we all finished. Yes. And that was delightful. Oh, Absolutely. De- I can't believe that it did not do better in Korea because that show was delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So solid from beginning to end. Like, no dragging. Zero no. dragging. I binged just, the yeah. whole show, and it was such a fun binge. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend for anyone who has not started it. Well, yes. and watching it as it as it was airing was so much fun it, too. Like, yes, it would make a good binge, and you can't go back and watch it as it airs. Obviously, it's done. But <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, if you're watching a little bit at a time, it was just such a joy and delight. The characters, um, and we've had another going back and meeting your parents uh, drama this year, mm-hmm. and I would say this one is the more like feel good. You just fall for for his parents so fast, so hard, and his group of friends, and the um the the positive message without giving away too many things, but the positive message that it gives off and the and and bringing light to to things that it, it I don't know it, again no no spoilers, but it's just it probably is gonna end up being top five, maybe top three. It will definitely be my time. I, this year, I'm just going to have to categorize things. There's just been too <laughs> many amazing dramas. So this will be my number one feel good all the way through. No angst. Just, I mean, okay. So there's a teeny tiny bit of angst as far as like, you know, uh, 
the very but it's like good angst that gives you all the good feels it's just so it's a hundred percent number one feel good drama of the year Mm -hmm. hands down agreed yes and just so tightly written and like you know sometimes we kind of forgive stuff in time travel and you don't have to here this one works all the way through and just yeah i yeah dang it the no spoilers thing is killing me because there's so many good things to yeah. just go watch it. It's on Vicky. Go watch it. Just go. Yeah. I kind of wish we could time travel back and podcap this one because that would have been a fun podcap. It would but have. But that has yeah. sailed. So we'll just have to, to wax poetic about it on Discord forever, <laughs> I guess. Already yes. have. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and I don't know that anybody that kept watching it or that jumped on it and started watching it had any bad things to say about it it's just one of those no. that there wasn't a lot of like negativity like it's it was just such a, a a great watch like it was just so fun to watch and and it didn't have like you said you don't have to explain well you know maybe if this you know perfect alignment of time travel whatever it it you don't have to because it's more of a magical type thing so there's no mm-hmm. mechanisms there's no it's just kind of a uh magical they get to go back and help loved ones or help learn themselves a little bit about uh their parents and family and all that kind of stuff so um, so I think that's all the ones that we've dropped, um, but there's been ones that we finished. So uh, one that I finished, I know uh, K-Muse wasn't as um, excited about it as I was <laughs> she watched, but I it, looking at Discord, I know, again, it's just going to be one of those, like either have to be in the mood for it or it has to kind of hit you the right way. But Daily Dose of Sunshine um, with Park Bo Young, <clears throat> she... Um, took on this role and it's it is a way different than her uh strong woman uh character but um it 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 does deal with um she's a nurse that transfers into the psychiatric uh part of a hospital so Mm -hmm. it's an episodic thing where you're dealing with different um characters and stuff throughout and then different um people main people they do end up having uh some issues themselves that they have to deal with and park boy young like her um her character you 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 go through it with her and it does get heavy after like ex- episode six and there's 12 episodes so it was a shorter one but um so it does weigh you down i had to take some breaks but i binged it um took some breaks but i Again, it's one of those that if you can handle watching stuff about mental illness, I felt like it was done really well. I really liked all the characters. Yes, there may have been a few extra characters, main characters that had mental illness they had to deal with. But I think that that was kind of the point is that society, uh, the way that it is with the workplace and the school and all that kind of stuff just kind of brings a lot of that on. So, but and I can obviously Camus can speak for herself, but I really enjoyed it. But it was also it was also a hard to watch at times. It was heavy at times. I think for me, I am also um, I really appreciated that they did go into a lot of the the trauma that can come from workplaces and just everyday life when things are hard and they did a lot of really great individual 
um, people that were at the hospital for very different reasons. And I loved how that kind of went into glimpsed into their lives in that. Uh, I am one of the people where I think the writer went way too in depth in giving everyone some kind of serious mental illness that they had to deal with. And so I think for me, it's just like I it felt a little overloaded just with the main characters that were not part of the patients at all. So just all of the nurses and the doctors and a lot of them had illnesses that they were dealing with. And I felt it just got a little too heavy leaning into the everyone is having mental problems. Um, I wish they would have like had a few people that could even out the story arcs for that. And that's just my only complaint about it. Uh, so because it was so heavy in that, I want to say I gave it a seven out of 10. So I appreciated watching it. It's not going to be something that I watch again. And it's probably in the middle of my dramas of the year range. So not, not bad at all. Really great depictions of mental illness and I really appreciate that but it's not going to be one of my favorite dramas of the year it's good to know because I was thinking about starting it but I don't think I'm in the right place for something that heavy right now let's just say that it wasn't so sunshiny (laughs) (laughs) it was and again there was a lot of positives and a lot of um positives that came out of it or even learning how to, you're going to be dealing with this your whole life. How do you do it and look for the good? You know, so it's not all bad. It's mm-hmm. not all negative feelings and vibes. There's a lot of positive vibes too, but it's heavy. So I wouldn't okay. say, cause you know, we both watched our blues together and mm-hmm. I would say that they do an even more immersive, um, like pulling you into feeling um, her depression and visually mm-hmm. they do a visual with with um so, so the the two main that her Park Bo, uh, Young and then the, the other guy that's her best friend they they're the two main characters that actually have like something that they're really really dealing with and they visually show that um I would say any of the other nurses or whatever it's not really that type of like it's it's either nothing or it's uh, something smaller but with those two they show visually a lot of of that feeling and what they're going through and everything. And so it's, I think if that was hard for you to watch and you had to fast forward it, that, that this is definitely not something you'd be able to watch. And cause they okay. leave her there for several episodes so that you can really feel like it's not just one where it's, you get in and you get out and then it's gone kind of thing. So, you know. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah, I'd be better off going and watching our blues again than probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when is that ever a bad decision? So. Right. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. And let's see. We've also finished The Killing Vote. And we discussed in our podcast that we were going to tell you our thoughts on the last two episodes and whether we would still watch it. Um, <laughs> I feel like they could have very easily condensed those two episodes into one episode and then it dragged a little bit towards the end. I'm still glad I watched it. I'm sad that they kind of left it open. It felt like for a season two, which I don't think they're going to get 
because the ratings weren't great in Korea. Yeah. So I would still watch it. I, again, I think it's going to get maybe about a 7 out of 10 from me. It was worth watching, but it's not in the top for me. Yeah, I feel like um, there's just some shows and some plot lines and, and, and some bad guys, especially with the the theme and the, the main thing that they had of like, you know, punishing the bad guys kind of thing. It was real hard for me to not have a very definitive ending to us to the season where it wasn't trying to leave things open for future retribution type thing. And I, I was like, I feel bad. I feel like I'm bloodthirsty here, but I kind of <laughs> am like, I just don't feel like this person or there's another person who is revealed to have done some things where I was like, and that's it. That's that he, he gets to do what? So I, there was just, there was definitely some things where it was like, it could have ended at like an eight for me, or maybe it like it, the, the main guy, has, I don't know. They could have ended for at an eight, but I feel like it, like came Hughes was saying, it's definitely a seven or below. I think for me, I, I think that if you're looking for something, cause it's not, you know, it's 12 episodes. A lot of ep things are coming out that are 12 episodes. So if you're wanting something that like keeps you guessing, it's a good binge. It's a good, like, Oh, that kind of thing. Then, then go for it. Go ahead and watch it. And, and just know you're, they're not getting a second season, but they really wanted one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, the last one we have on here, which we I forgot to list that one as the ones that we have separate podcasts for, um, Song of the Bandits. We just did a podcast on that. So it, if you want a more in-depth review of that, but that one is 100% ending up in my top five. Uh, amazing from beginning to end. That one's even shorter. It's nine episodes and the visuals are 100% worth watching. Um, that drama. So again, we have a whole podcast on there to, to tell you about all of our Kim Nam Gil love and the the female assassin love and everything. Go go listen to that one if you're really wanting to know anything about Song of the Bandits. Agreed. It was a 10 out of 10 for me and yeah. we had a lot of fun recording our podcast. So go check that episode out. I think it came out two weeks ago, maybe a week I ago. Yeah, something like that. It came out recently, so go yeah. look for it. All right, so let's discuss what we're watching. And the one I'm going to start off with is the story of Kooning Palace. And that's going to be on Ichi. And it's about a girl who becomes the empress. And she has a horrible end where she kind of has to commit suicide to save someone else because there's all these political cues going on and all kinds of fun stuff and then flips in that it's being written by this author and she decides that's not how she wants this girl to end and so she's going to send her back in history to <laughs> start over and live her life differently this time around and so we are in the middle of this empress learning from her mistakes and making all new decisions and that's currently where i'm at i'm five episodes in i'm actually enjoying it the cast is quite well done 
I'm not quite sure of all of the details of what happened to her because we don't get a lot of details about how she went wrong before she <laughs> commits suicide. But it's an interesting show all around to see where it's going to go. So I'm enjoying it. Wasn't there another Chinese drama that had a similar premise? Romance of the... No. Yes? Romance of the Tiger and the Rose? I did not watch that one, so I don't know. No, 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 no. She falls into okay. her world that she wrote, yeah. I think. Well, and that's the way to get around uh, time travel censorship. ban, because whatever Because the Chinese it's actually government says you can't have Chinese time travel being considered a real thing. Yeah. So you <laughs> have, have to, to make... creatively write it into the story in a realistic way. Yeah, I watch. I've watched three episodes of it, and I um, I'm I usually leave a C drama way after that, but um, I'm not sure. I I'm still thinking. I think the main guy, um, he's one that I'm not always on the fence. Like I'm usually on the fence with his characters and sometimes I like his characters and sometimes I don't. So I'm not sh quite sure um, if I'll be keeping that one on my list, but I at least tried it. Okay. So I'm watching a good day to be a dog, which is like having the worst schedule airing problems ever because baseball and yeah. they were, are they still doing just one episode a week? Like we got lucky this week and we got two. I think so. I think they were trying to make up for not airing last week. And so they went ahead and gave us two. But I think it's still supposed to be one episode next week. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's fine. And I'll admit right now, Island made me a Chan Wu fangirl. I loved his priest character there. And so I'm already prepped to like him in this. And he's this sweet history teacher. It's, no, he's not the history teacher. Math, Math teacher. Mm -hmm. Which is important for reasons. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> mostly to separate him from the history teacher because he's right. uh, I have questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without spoiling, we'll just say I have questions. And so and then the the lead girl is um she's the one from Dolly and the Cocky Prince. Mm -hmm. And I can never remember her name and I feel terrible about that. So hang on, I'm pulling it up. Oh, Park Yo Young. And so, like, their chemistry is decent, and I like where the story's going. It's just, it's one of those things because she turns into a dog after she's been kissed, and then to fix it, she has to kiss the same person as a dog. And then, of course, he's, like, deathly afraid of dogs, and so, you know, you've got your con your conflicts there. And it's based on a webtoon, and it very much feels like it's based on a webtoon. And, I don't know, like, this last episode I watched, I was just, like... There's some plot holes that should have been worked out before this got filmed. <laughs> but <laughs> overall, it's just, it's fun. It's light. And I really want to know what's up with that history teacher because he could add some unexpected depth that the story may or may not need. <laughs> so, but I don't know. I'm enjoying it. And it's just, I want to call it fluffy, but it's not quite fluffy. I mean, the dog, the, is fluffy, you know? <laughs> the dog is fluffy. The dog is fluffy. Yes, she's, I don't know. I'm liking she's it. She's super cute as the dog. I think mm -hmm. that they have cute chemistry. Uh, the history teacher is played by Lee Hyun Woo, and he's doing a really good job. You're never quite sure if he's how. Like, is he bad? Is he a bad guy? Is he like I almost I have mm -hmm. kind of missed 
KMU sending messages of like, he's evil, like like she did <laughs> in Extraordinary You with their poor fairy. And I, I, I thought it. I, can't, I thought I had sent a message that he's totally channeling his inner evil. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, well, from, I the think... first, from the first episode, I thought he was like an old god. And mm. so, I mean, just the way they play him out and a couple of things that he says. And then here we are, episode six, and I'm going... I don't know what to think anymore. Yeah. So. After episode five, I was like, huh. Um, I honestly, I, Cha Wu, he is hit or miss for me. Um, he is doing a really good job in, as the, the cute, um, I don't know that I believe him as the math teacher and it's not his fault. It's just like, again, his <laughs> students are probably like four years younger than him. And so it's kind of like, yeah. huh? but, um, well, and that's his, his nephew, which is his nephew. It's not his child. It's his nephew. Mm-hmm. But it, they still like I haven't looked up how old the actor is for that. But he's he's definitely a little older than like 17 or whatever. He's probably like 20 or something. I don't know. But oh, yeah, there's 24. Some, the the nephew is the, yeah, the nephew yeah, is that, 24. Right. So that's where it's not Chaiwoo's fault. He just doesn't come off as the teacher because it, he literally is the same age as <laughs> some of them older. or whatever. Yeah, he's only two. But um, so, yeah, I, I'm enjoying him in this role um, and they're really cute together. It's some of the more serious scenes. I'm, you know, it's it, it, it is his acting is what it is. But um, yeah, it's one of those where it, it comes up every once a week and it's just like, oh, cute, fun. And then it goes away. So I don't really think mm-hmm. about it too much when it's not on, but I enjoy it when it's on. So mm-hmm. that it sums it up really well. I agree. It's fun. I don't think about it during the week when it's not on. Yeah. Yeah. That's not something I go back to. I have other things on my brain. Um, oh, is it my turn to list something yeah. that I'm watching? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I as I rub my hands together and look at my text message from this morning and it was like time for mocking. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't get to participate in the perfect marriage revenge uh, podcast. So I get to say one, I had no intention of watching this drama at all. I watched a little, like a few episodes of the first episode because KMUs was watching it. And I was like, eh, no, this is just not my thing. Like I don't want marriage and evil, whatever. I didn't realize that she gets to go back in time and uh then seek revenge on him like oh i because i i don't read synopsis as much as i probably should but so then (laughs) because kmu's wouldn't stop talking about i was like okay i'm I'm at least just gonna give it a try so i watched it and then i think i passed her up and i was like hey (laughs) why i thought you would and i also thought there were like a ton of episodes out and there were only four so i binged all four of them and then i was like i need more um and it's just you're you're expecting a kimchi slap at any moment. There's definitely been several slaps. You should really pay attention to people's wrist grabbing and their wrists in general. Um, <laughs> the main lead guy, he's uh, he he's he does what he does best. He looks swoony and rips open his shirt. I don't know. <laughs> 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 it's it's just pure fun. Is how how I feel when I watch it. So I am loving it, enjoying it. 
And there's definitely, I mean, there's, there's some mysteries, there's hidden birth secrets. There are all sorts of things. There's, you know, childhood, uh, uh, brother rivalries and all sorts of things. So it's, it's, it's chock full of everything and it's just, it's delicious fun. I completely agree. It's so much fun. And I'm so glad I just randomly started it and got past the fact that none of the actors are necessarily that great. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a lot of fun. Like just the plot is so bonkers that it's fun watching. It's very much like a telenovela where you're going to have like the mic drop and the expressions and the camera like (laughs) close-ups to let it know that you just saw something happen, you know? (laughs) So it's fun. It's just very low-key fun you do not have to be overly invested beyond the bad guys are super bad guys and the good guys are pretty good guys and that's all you need to know actually (laughs) and there's a lot of smooching there there is there was some pretty good smooching there i think one of the things that i do like is that his family is surprisingly um I don't know good is the right word, but I, I've I really horrible, like <laughs> yes. but also, but not just less horrible, like entertain, like his mom is They're supportive odd in, you know, it's she, and she's, it's played by an actress where usually she's done. She's like, she's the one that's going to like pay you off and make you disappear <laughs> and all of that, which she could possibly still do that in this role. She, she has that in her, but, <laughs> but she surprises you sometimes. I think that's it. her and the grandma surprise you. And you're just like, and then the sisters uh, and her husband, they're also entertaining and likable. So that's yeah. nice. So is this a Machne drama or no? I think you'd like it. I think so too. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing mm-hmm. untoward. <laughs> well, am I just going to be mad at them? That's what most. No, and that's what that's what surprised me is because I again it's hard for like when his family is horrible and her family is horrible and they're the only likable characters where it's like yes her family is definitely horrible, but, but they're like the mustache twirling type villains well and they keep getting like they keep getting one up on her family and it's yeah. delicious to it's so wonderful to watch like they the revenge keep, is so pleasant it is oh, it is okay yeah that i can live with and it's yeah. very fast paced like yeah. this mm-hmm. is going through the plot at speed zones so yeah, yeah. like it's only been four episodes t- i think today was five tomorrow is six mm. Yeah, And you're already halfway over. So they're throwing everything in the kitchen sink plot-wise into it so they can get all the info and all the mokjong in. So it doesn't let you just dwell on any issues. Yeah, So okay. it's enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I might put it on my to-try list. Yep. Okay. All right. So one that surprisingly is working for me now... I started Vigilante or Vigilante on Disney Plus Hulu and last week where the first episodes is two week two episodes every Wednesday are released and last week I was like oh I don't know he's kind of dim he's not the brightest <laughs> vigilante out there this week he's still not overly bright but now we have like crushing vigilante um 
what do you call it when some copycats? So there's this other mm. vigilante who has a boy crush on our main vigilante, and there he's vigilanteing. In <laughs> there's a lot of vigilanteing coming, and he's doing all of these like supporting him so the main guy doesn't get caught by this buff cop guy who's kind of a thug, and there's all kinds of like boy crush vigilante hijinks happening. And it was very enjoyable to watch, even though it totally doesn't make any sense how any of these guys are coming, like, not getting noticed. But the whole multi-vigilante boy crush thing is totally working for me. And I kind of am enjoying that. So, yeah, it was it was kind of hilarious that he's all like, I'm your biggest fan kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> So he's all going around killing people and offering to like make sure that the cops don't get him because he needs alibis and whatnot to stay off of their radar. And it's, it's all kinds of fun, stupid chaos via vigilante. So, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> so I think because I was I hadn't finished the killing vote yet. And then um, I'm trying to think of something that else that we I watched recently that was like a vigilante, well, a vigilante story or something like that. I don't know. Um, so I, I will probably give it two more episodes to see if I feel the same way about the the boy crush type thing or <laughs> all of that. It's weird. Um, and it's played by the guy. I don't remember his name, but he was the second lead. Oh, is it guy Yijun, from City Hunter? Um, yeah, Ijun. I was wondering how his character was going to play into yeah, it. Yeah, so he's, he's the psychopath who's boy crushing. Okay. Gotcha. And well, like and he's like this rich CEO guy who's going off oh killing people and wanting to become besties and maybe <laughs> okay. more with our hero. <laughs> I see. So well, and then the other thing that's interesting about it is Yujite. Uh, he and some people like he he's been in a lot of stuff but uh he's probably best known in the international community maybe for his older brother role in um healer or the older yeah 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 he's been in a lot of things but good lord like you probably wouldn't i was just like think of um oh what's the the really popular guy who's in a lot of stuff that's really big no, that he's Korean. That's kind he of was, the yeah, but he, body yeah, type. So, yeah, so or the because he was in a, a Marvel movie, uh, which didn't. Marong Suk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he he doesn't quite have the shoulder like that the other, but he does. Like he, I don't know what he's been eating. I don't know what trainer he went to, and I don't know if like because this is based also on a webtoon. So it's like was the character in the webtoon like this really big guy, and he felt like he had to. Like fill he's that? method acting the uh, heck he out is, of that because <laughs> he's like huge. his shoulders he's are never massive. like that. Yeah, he's not usually like. I mean, he has the body frame for it, but he doesn't. He's never bulked up quite like this, and no. it's possible. Like it's like either the webtoon was like that, or maybe he's got like some movie role I don't know about that he needed that for, for it or whatever. I don't know, but I mean, his character is you know he's he's a police officer but or detective or whatever but he's obviously not on the straight and narrow he doesn't like go by the rules most of the time but yeah anyway yeah that's uh 
That's it, it. It's one I will watch the next two episodes and then kind of decide because again, it, there's it. It's actually they're only forty five minutes and I think there's only nine episodes. So yeah, it's a, it, it it'll felt be a quick like watch, it but... zoomed past and I was at the end of four and I'm like, no, I want to watch more because the CIO psychopath is totally stalking the cop. <laughs> it's just like oh my word. <laughs> well, and he we, is we... working in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> we like him like that that actor i i do yeah literally like him. so i was waiting to see how he played into it so now that 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 i know that he's the one playing that character i'm like okay i at least have to go back and watch the next two episodes <laughs> yeah yeah and you just got me curious about the bulked out it's the <laughs> so wait it's the older brother uncle guy from Healy. Yeah, yeah yeah all right i'll find a picture okay i think i've seen clips. Go on no, and seen i will clips, show you so what yeah. he looks like and guy. he was in the um the show where they did the two seasons yeah money heist money heist so, yeah. yeah i mm-hmm. still haven't ever watched that but i maybe he bulked I up for things. money heist and didn't uh unbulk didn't unbulk i don't know i don't remember i they watched a little bit and i don't remember him being super big in it but well and this isn't the most amazing photo but you can see the the bulk oh, yeah. in the shoulders yeah, see it? yeah like oh yeah yeah wow and he's not usually like that. So <laughs> no, it's, it's Good interesting. For him. Again, I'd, ha- I'd, I'd be curious to look up the webtoon and see if that's what his character is like. Yeah, it totally fits the show, though. Like, yeah. definitely fits the show. Yeah. All right. I want to talk about Moon in the Day because I have questions related to it. But OK, so Moon in the Day. We have this firefighter, they call her the miraculous firefighter who saves a cat and then saves a whole bunch of kids. And she's just like the epitome of goodness in modern day soul. Mm. And then this brainless actor (laughs) (laughs) who is, you know, supposed to film a a promotional, like a PSA with her Mm. about CPR or something. And anyway, so, you know, you're you're sitting there thinking, no, this is going to be, you know, fluffy, whatever. But then you get the past lives involved where no one is good and she killed him because they make that really obvious from the very beginning. And so his ghost is mad about it and has been haunting the firefighter like through how many incarnations? I think she's on her 19th now. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and in yeah. her defense, he murdered all of her family. He's so I mean, she's getting revenge for that. Yes. Well, yes, so she was, but hers was it, more justified, I think, than his. Although he's thing, just though, bitter because she made him fall in love with her before she killed him. Mm-hmm. So, and so I think he thought that, yeah. So he's still a little confused, and co- honestly, I'm I want to follow this journey with with him and see where his confusion is because I thought it was that clear, and maybe it was, and maybe it wasn't. But anyway, I just kind of love that when the ghost possesses the brainless actor's body. Just how he flips from being, you know, kind of goofy sunshine to no one else is allowed to kill you, just me. So we got <laughs> kind of the toxic romance thing going. Uh-huh. And now I'm wondering, should I watch till the end of the moon if I'm liking this vibe? Uh, <laughs> uh, till the end of the moon. Oh. <laughs> um, I feel like this is toxic light, whereas yeah. till the end of the moon was a lot more serious toxic like i think my description was 
if someone goes back to kill Hitler and falls in love with him is kind yeah. of the oh. <laughs> yeah. okay. cuz he cuz when she goes back in time he has literally killed off all living beings off of the planet and so she goes back to stop him and then falls in love with him after oh, he's okay. killed everybody Mm-hmm. Um, yeah all right i'll stick with moon in the day <laughs> so i i think it's a little too toxic for you mm. but yeah that's yeah. my opinion but i mean you could always try it because it was delightfully toxic <laughs> oh i remember and at least he <laughs> he has a redemption arc where hitler never did so yeah, <laughs> I mean, you were waxing but, poetic in that one podcast. Yes, episode, no, we so. still love it. It does not make them good people. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and I just I like I feel like they have really good chemistry in Moon in the Day, and I feel I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. And I love the little monk who's like she falls asleep on his shoulder in the beginning, and then you realize they've actually known each other forever and stuff. And I just. Like there's enough mysteries and everything that I'm intrigued. The only thing How that's far annoying... in are you? I'm caught up. Okay. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is the actress that's his ex girlfriend. Just because yeah, she, but she, she feels plays despicable well. I mean, she does. She it's does. the role that's eh. You know, yeah, it's not necessarily I mean. the actress. Yes, the role is very two dimensional. They're not asking a lot from her, but she is doing well, a good job with it. I think most of the characters are pretty two dimensional, mm-hmm. and the leads are maybe a little bit more than two dimensional. I wouldn't give them too much credit, <laughs> but well, but there's I've... so many mysteries in there that I don't know how much character depth. Is this a shorter one or is this a sixteen? I don't know. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm it's enjoying 16. it. I'm going to continue watching. Oh, okay. It. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, get 14 <laughs> but i can also I see people who aren't enjoying it where they're coming from mm-hmm. and so i think it's just whether it clicked right with you or not and it clicked with me but i know a lot of other people that are just like no this isn't working so i'm still on the fence and i there's a lot of there's definitely uh, several different dramas that are starting right at the end of november and the beginning of december so i don't know that at all have time to worry about it. I think for me, most of the acting, especially like his brother, that's like the 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 head of the company and mm-hmm. just a lot of the people surrounding that, like their acting is not that great. I, for mm-hmm. some reason, he's getting a lot of hate. The main lead is getting a lot of hate in Korea for his acting. I don't know why. Weird. I think he's doing probably one of the better jobs out of everybody in this show. <laughs> so I, I don't know, but I think for I, I just haven't been pulled in by the whole show as much. I like the whole him like I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> like once he, <laughs> I was the one where I was like I don't know that I have ever wanted somebody to be possessed by their past life more because he was just the the kind of dumb that he was a detriment to himself. Uh-huh. He needed to be saved by his past life <laughs> so that. He would not continue to ruin his career and relationships. He's just, yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. It's one of those that I have officially put on hold, but could possibly go back to, you know, at the end of the, the year and binge a bunch and watch it. I don't know. If everybody really starts raving about it, I will go back and, and watch it. Fair enough. All right. So 
One that uh, will, there's a lot of dramas that I've either just finished or I'm currently watching that are going to end up in my top five, which means this last couple of bit, like weeks and a little, you know, last two months or so have just had so many good dramas, but my dearest were on part two. So there's part one. Um, and I think all of the part there, it's all together in on, on Vicky. So when you go on there, you're just going to watch all the way through. But if you're looking for it on my drama list, it's part one and part two. Part one is episode one through 10. Part two was supposed to be episode 11 through 20, but they extended it by one episode because it's doing super, like it's high ratings, doing really well Um, in Korea. Everybody's loving it. And it's, um, I would say probably like the sagook of the year. Um, It is not an easy watch all the way through. It's actually, you spend a lot of time um, being super sad for everybody. And there's a lot of, um, it, the, the time period it's set is when, is when Korea is being invaded. So, and they're at war. And so a lot of it is, um, the people trying to avoid being captured, um, and killed. There was when they invaded lots and lots of characters die, um, but, and then also characters are taken over, um, out of Korea and the, like the, it's a, the period of time where the crown p- prince actually was not like had to go over as a hostage. So the crown prince is a hostage and, uh, the main characters end up, uh, being around him and, and being hostages at, at different points and everything. So it's very much, there's lots of sadness, but it's just some of the most beautiful it's the same writer as um one of my other all-time favorite uh historical is uh rebel thief of the people um and so the music plays it doesn't play as much of a key role like in rebel thief of the people the music was definitely like almost a character in itself but it still is very very it's one of my favorite um osts of the year it's just gorgeous um uh, Nam Guman, he, uh, he just is amazing in this. And then the female lead, um, she has blown me away. Like she was, she was one of the doctors in, um, a hospital playlist and she's been in a few other things, but I don't know that she, it's on Unjin. I don't know that she's been like a, 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 a lead in a lot of things, um, but cause yeah, she did a hospital playlist and then I think she was, um, like dark hole, which I didn't, she was only a guest in that. And then, um, she played a main role in the good, bad mother. So she did that, but she's just fantastic in this and, and all, all the actors and all the people that are involved in it, there's the, the very big, large cast in this. So it's, it, it's vying for the top spot, I think, uh, for, of. 2023 dramas for me for me i'm playing catch up i think i'm on episode six or seven so i'm getting there yeah just i have had family visiting for what like the last two weeks Mm -hmm. i still have another week and a half of family visiting and then the holidays so it's a little chaotic but my goal is to finish it before end of year so goals (laughs) Uh, and K-Drama Jen, it's funny, K-Drama Jen and my list were actually very similar in almost <laughs> all of our dramas um, that we're watching. 
but uh she's she's all caught up she i think she's probably only got one or two episodes but you know she's just been crying and swooning and everything with me throughout the watching it um so yeah it's one if you liked the red sleeve if you liked rebel thief of the people if you liked any of those types of dramas um you're gonna love it All right, so the next one I have is the show I started after I dropped the bargain because I was very disappointed and I was like, ugh. <laughs> so it was called The Deal and it started airing, what, maybe like six weeks ago, back when everything else was starting. But Vicky just recently got the airing rights like this week. So it is now up on Vicky. And... It's a show about these two guys. They have like an acquaintance that they have that they go out drinking with one night and he gets totally wasted drunk and they're forced to take him home with them. And they're both kind of very down on their luck, poor. One is super in um, very debt. He's being hounded by loan sharks and everything. And so they're lamenting about their situation while their drunk friend is in the other room. And then one of the guys decides he's going to hold the guy for ransom and get money from the guy's parents. So they tape him all up (laughs) and act as if he's been kidnapped. And uh, that's as far as I've gotten on episode one. But they are are holding him for ransom (laughs) in a very impulsively thought out um, kidnapping. (laughs) And so we will have to see where this takes us. Um, It it is an interesting vibe. It's much more a realistic gritty vibe. Mm. And I'm really liking it It as Yu Sung Ho. And I'm really liking him as always, but he's the one that kind of gets sucked into this situation because his friend decided that they were going to kidnap him and now he's an accomplice. (laughs) And so, yeah, interesting. So now they're kidnappers (laughs) and they have them all like tied up so he can't see anything. And he was too drunk to know what happened after he left the bar and that's where we're at. So it it might be good. It might be interesting. We'll see. I'll and that is called the deal. Oh. Yeah. You know, I bet you Jen will probably jump on that one just because of Yu Sung Ho. Yu Sung Ho. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I know yeah. we wanted to watch it, but the mm. fact that it wasn't available anywhere was impeding us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now if they'll just get evil live somewhere, then I will be happy. Mm. <laughs> Life will be complete. All right, so I'm going to actually roll two into one here because they're, my reasons for watching them are related. So right now I'm in the middle of a rewatch of a Chinese drama called When We Were Young, and it's set in the mid-90s, so I love the nostalgia vibes for me since that's when I went to high school and it's a high school drama. And it's just about these kids, you know, surviving high school, and they're not the top academic peer pressure kind of things. They're just kids. And there's romance and there's friendship and there's um, Wan Peng. She is she's called Grasshopper Legs in the drama because she's a runner. 
I don't know how that works out, but it does. But anyway, I've seen her in something else. Hang on a second. Anyway, she's a lot of fun just because she kind of has, she gives me kind of the same vibes as Eunji did in Reply 1997. And mm-hmm. since they're set in yeah, the sure. same same couple of years, it's just, that's, that's part of the reason that I stayed hooked when I watched it initially. But I really love the lead. His name is Neo, if I'm saying it right, Neo Hao. And he is, um, he's got the very, the very intelligent, very poor, and just happy about everything kind of vibe going on, which I always love. He was also in Psych Hunter, and he's also in Back from the Brink. So I watched when we were young years ago and loved it. And so I was like, yeah, I'll go for a rewatch. And then I realized he was in Back from the Brink, which is kind of a spinoff from Love Between Fairy and Devil. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a start. And so Back from the Brink is, this is, it's fluffy. It's not, it didn't pull me in as quickly or as hard as uh, Fairy and Devil did, but it's still, it's fun and it's a little more stereotypical. But it's a fantasy Chinese drama, and this girl gets kicked out of um, the mountain sect that adopted her as a child, and she befriends this dragon in human form, And except he doesn't want to be friends, and so then they go on adventures, and they're becoming an OTP, and he just, he plays the dragon very well, and it's a departure from his character in When We Were Young, and I just, I like seeing range, and so I like this, and it's so, it's just easy watching when I'm in between airing dramas. And I don't have anything to watch. This is what I turn to is I'll either go to When We Were Young or Back From the Brink. And both of those are on Vicky. Okay. So another one that we're going to do um, a longer podcast. And we're actually going to podcap this. So a little bit more in depth. We'll do like episode one through six and then seven through 12 because there's 12 episodes. Um, is Castaway Diva that I'm watching. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Park Bin, she's always phenomenal. I, she gives me goosebumps when she's singing, um, in this role, and I won't like go too much in depth because again we're gonna have a podcast. But I'm on the fence. I really wanted to love this show. I really wanted to be like as excited as like Twinkling Watermelon. Like that's what I was hoping would happen and what I expected. Um, but I come away with it. Like, obviously I'm going to finish it. I've got seven through, uh, I think today was seven. Right. And Mm -hmm. then tomorrow's eight. So I'm, and I haven't started seven, but so I need to watch seven and eight and I will finish watching it. And I am, I am enjoying a, a lot of parts of it. And I absolutely adored the first episode. Um, the young actors, the, the, the story that they set up and everything, I think it's more the, um, the guessing game kind of threw me to where I was just like, do it really? I don't want to have to do that. Um, I've been burned out and worn out though. I love the reply series. They definitely have made me just like, I don't, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to have to pick who the the main guy is. And I mean, it's, it's pretty apparent, but if you look at some of the message boards, it's maybe not as apparent as people think the writer might, or people, I don't know. <laughs> like it, it's, it's, and I think that's possibly why I like back away a little bit. Cause like startup, which is the same writer had that where it's like the second lead guy kind of came out of the gate real strong. And then it never 
got away from that whole like, but I like that guy better and I like that guy better. So it was, it's just, it's one of those where I've kind of been like, I'm enjoying it, but I honestly, it's another one I don't really think about during the week when I'm not, um, watching it. And it tells you a lot that this morning when I woke up, instead of going, Ooh, there's an episode of Cabo's Little Way Diva available. It was, Ooh, perfect marriage revenge. (laughs) (laughs) Started that. I haven't been able to finish any episodes today, but so I, I, again, we can go more into all the plot points and all of that when we do the podcast, but I'm just a little bit disappointed. It's possibly, I just set my expectation too high and that's why I'm feeling disappointed. I don't know. And I'm liking it a lot. I mean, Parker and Ben, like, her dedication to the thick Sartori accent that she's got going on, that alone is brilliant. And I just, I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, period. Yeah. The end. I just love her. I know, I know. <laughs> and that's the thing is I would watch it just for her. And that's that's mm-hmm. really kind of what I'm watching it for. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, she's she's fabulous. I love her and I love her characters. So that you're you're not going to go wrong watching it yeah. and enjoying yeah. it that yeah and i do like i mean we've got two very separate stories going on with the mm-hmm. formal idol and then the the mystery of the brother brothers or yeah. whatever yeah and so i'm liking how that's kind of all working together and i'm interested to see how they end up being tied together or if they get tied together so that's I don't know. I'm in it. I like it. Do I think about it during the week? Well, I don't know. I'm really busy. I don't know that I think about much during the week. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I've i been keeping up. I've definitely been keeping up with it. And I have not been keeping up. I haven't even started it, but I will yeah. because we are recording next weekend. So. <laughs> She's committed. It's on my to Eat your list. turkey and watch Pak Unbin, uh blow you away with her singing ability. Sounds <laughs> like a plan. Yeah. Oh, the the voice on her is just yeah. yeah. Well, and Netflix wanted everybody to know that she was the one singing it. They like put out a lot of social media stuff. Be like, no, that's her. She was singing it. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. I already knew that, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the heads up. All right, all right. So my last one is Forever Love, and it's another Chinese drama. It's one of those short ones. Like the episode is like twelve minutes long. And again, YouTube shorts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the algorithm knows me too well. I caught like two or three shorts related to the drama. I was just like, hmm, this will be fun. And at 10 minutes, it's just, it's a good filler. You know, if I don't feel like going to bed right away or something, I can just watch an episode and then be like, okay. And it's, um, it's about this girl. She's, they call her the blind heiress, but it's, um, it's not psychosomatic, but like it's a temporary condition. And so her dad died and she's trying to figure out the mystery of her dad's death. And she has this bodyguard that her dad paid to watch over her before he died. But she thinks the bodyguard killed her dad, but the bodyguard is actually starting to fall in love with her. And so it's just, I mean, this is total mock jong. This is why I'm like, huh, maybe I am in the mood for like perfect marriage revenge, but it's just, it's easy. It's light. And it's just, it was a little bit different from everything else I was watching. And so it's just it's just something to pass the time, but it's an enjoyable way to pass the time. And the bodyguard can kick anybody's butt. And like, if they're in front of him, behind him, he can pin somebody to the wall with his foot and still take out three different guys. I mean, the fighting is a lot of fun to watch. And there's more of it than you expect from someone who's watching a blind heiress. So it's just fun. And it's on YouTube. Uh, you can find it on Tencent and WeTV. You can find the individual episodes, but you, there's also the the omnibus version on YouTube that's like four hours long. 
So the final one, and I just started this uh, yesterday and I'm only a couple episodes in and it's definitely one that I'm not sure if I'm going to stick with, but um, I had a lot of uh, heavy after like binging like four episodes of My Dearest to kind of try to catch up. So here we meet again. It's a office drama, uh, Chinese drama, which is not my favorite at all right now. Like I feel like a lot of Chinese dramas are like really work heavy and I'm I, like my brain just shuts off when they have a board meeting. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I have to go to my own enough of my own meetings or I have to hold meetings where I'm boring people to death half the time. I'm like, I don't really want, but uh, YouTube or TikTok or Instagram, one of them decided to plop a video where uh the main lead um Vin Jang uh is with Janice Wu and he's the horned hottie from <laughs> oh uh, peach blossom um that Jen like he he's been I mean he's been in a ton of other things since then but when I see him on screen I always think of that character mm-hmm. uh, and I was just like oh they they look really cute together and he just he's got a really nice smile um, I would say, cause the plot is so, uh, the girl, she lives with her grandpa. He owns lots of businesses and she wants him to, to leave her alone about getting married. Just leave me alone, grandpa. I don't want to get married. And so he, they make a deal. She's going to go save this smaller part of their larger corporate uh, corporation, um, from failing. She can't use his money and she can't um tell anybody who she is although she does drop into her position where almost everybody's thinking okay you're from the corporate office and there's something about you where i should probably not be mean to you (laughs) um but so she shows up and when she shows up lo and behold her her manager is her child her high school sweetheart who all of a sudden one day just I can't go to your birthday party and then transferred schools and she'd never seen him again. So we, as the viewer know, there had to have been something that happened in his family or something that pulled him away where he had to be mean to her and then go off. And that's why he couldn't um, let her know that he really did like her. But the part that I like about it so far is how often already they, they show like him liking her you know that Mm -hmm. he did you know that he still does there's she was working on a project and his his one of his underlings answered the phone on video call and then set it in his pocket to where it was facing her and he sat there and worked in his office and watched her work all night long (laughs) (laughs) and kept smiling now he's very like kind of closed off and doesn't show a lot of emotion otherwise but he all he does have those moments and at Another thing that's really popular in C-dramas is plopping a younger either son or brother that everybody thinks might be your son into the male lead's life mm-hmm. or whatever. That's yep. it's very valid. So he has a younger brother that lives with him um, or a, possibly a nephew because he calls him brother. But, you know, it, it, they haven't made it extremely clear. I think it's a brother, though. Um, but mm-hmm. that lives with him all and then goes off to like boarding school or whatever. And then the guy that's possibly a second lead male offered her a ride and there was a kid in the backseat that called him dad. So uh, both possibly both of them have <laughs> young children around. Them. Um, but yeah, so 
again, it's a hundred percent the mainly characters and their their possibility of their chemistry. I've skipped the the intro, but there was definitely a couple of swoony kisses in the intro that I saw at like as I was passing by. Um, it's just one that's gonna feel fill time um, between things. Although, again, like I said, I feel I feel like there's like demon something or other. Is it demon? What is it demon lover or demon? It's I don't my know. demon. My demon. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's starting. And then I know there's the uh sewing gook one that's gonna be starting. Mm-hmm. And um I watched a video of the table reading for that one. Um, and that one definitely has my interest. I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much because his last couple of dramas have really disappointed me. So <laughs> I'm trying to like, oh, please be good. But um, so I feel like I'm probably gonna be swept away with some of the other um, dramas that are going on. But the thing about a lot of this stuff lately is like with these shorter nine episodes or 12 episodes and then dropping all of the the episodes at once and stuff, it's like, uh, what was it? The Sunshine one. I watched that in two, a weekend and then I was done and it, it gets put on my list of like 2023 dramas I watched. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a, you know, there's something to be said about like being able to just like, binge through a drama and then have other airing ones and so who knows but i will say i watched here we make meet again this summer uh, did you okay i did okay. and um i should we, we can talk later <laughs> <laughs> let's just say it was good until i yeah <laughs> it was good until it's not that's kind of how a lot of them go mm-hmm. well this yeah. one um yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but let's okay. just say that I, I was not happy by okay. the end. You, When we're not recording, because we don't want to spoil it for listeners, but when we're not recording, I would definitely like you to spoil it for me because I need to choose whether I want to waste my time. Because again, the the storyline and everything else is boring. Like they're... <laughs> <laughs> Their the chemistry work, is amazing. All, I love It's all them. workplace stuff. It's all workplace stuff, but their chemistry from the moment you first see them and even their the kid versions are really cute and they got a really good child, younger guy to play his character because it's very, they're very similar mannerisms and stuff. But so the couple is the only thing that has me interested in it all at all in there because I, I don't really care about your navigation system <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah no so I my cars propaganda navigation. Part. <laughs> yeah my car's navigation system is amazing and I do like it when we're in the middle of the mountains and we don't know where we're going and it helps us figure out where we need to go I love that but I don't really care about watching you try to figure that out episode after episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially because they only went in the mountains once and that was at the beginning so. yeah yeah Clearly they need so, to go again. Out of all the dramas we mentioned, which is your favorite to continue watching? And which do you think would appeal to the majority of our listeners? And I'm going to go with the one that we just finished, Twinkling Watermelon yeah. for the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I don't see anyone not enjoying that show. It's so mm-hmm. enjoyable. Yeah. So. Yep. Agree. Yeah. I don't think that there's any contest for the the range of people that are going to like it it just has everything found family and friends and music and I mean you might not like all the songs but they have a pretty wide variety of different songs so they're fun and the characters are also likable 
and yep. there's two different couples. If you don't like one couple, you'll probably like the other couple. And yeah. Or you might and like them both. You might. Well, yeah. I do know that some people, the, there were a couple, there were some people that didn't like the, the, the male lead, like the two main that would technically not be the parents, but the other couple, mm. the other, they weren't as happy about the, her. They, she just annoyed them or whatever. I, I don't mm. know why she's very likable to me, but again, it has a little bit of something for everybody. It even has like evil stepmom um, that gets her, you know, that you, that you rally against and everything. So, you know, mm-hmm. yep. So yeah, all. all the things does. So, all right. Well, thank you for joining us. We would love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. The link are the links. There's multiple links. They're all available in our show notes. And honestly, Twitter didn't even Twitter anymore, but you know what we're talking about, so it's fine. We don't call it the other thing. It is Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it will be Twitter until I die. It will. Yes. So. <laughs> and hopefully we-, we won't be talking about it when we're dying. <laughs> <laughs> we love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you and talking is so much faster than typing. <laughs>